Okay, everybody. Uh, good morning. Today we're going to be learning in memory of uh, Noah Leib and Shaul Vasara. This is uh, Rav Yosef's father, who has a uh, yard today, and uh, we'll have him in, you know, have him in mind. Neshama Shehab Naliyah. Okay, we finished up on Thursday uh, talking about the discussion of who the author of our Mishnah is, and we suggested that it would be a little difficult to say who Rabbi, if, if Rabbi Yehuda is, because there are different possibilities, um, if he, in fact, were the author of the Mishnah. So the Gemara now says on the third line of Bet Amabet, as follows. The Gemara says, Im Kain, if that's the case, Matnitin Aman Tarmiyeh. Oh, we did? Oh, we did? Okay, so let's go back to the gate. Sorry. Where the bomb of Bedem and Aleph? Okay. So Gemara says, Umimai. That's right. It was talking to the last line, so we'll say Umimai. Dilma, perhaps we say like this. Adkan lo ka'ama Rabbi Yehuda, Beit HaShalachim in Beit HaBa'alo. Maybe we saw earlier that Rabbi Yehuda had an opinion that for Beit HaShalachim, this actually, let's know, to be clear, let's go back to the third wide line. Okay? Maybe even the second wide line, we'll read the whole bright though. Okay, we said Hamani Rabbi Yehudi. The Tanya is the bright that says Ma'ayana Yotzei B'Tchila Mashkin Mimenu Afilu Stay Beit Habal Diver Rabbi Meir. So Rabbi Meir says that the new, the new spring, you can use it to water even a Stay Beit Habal. Remember what Stay Beit Habal is? It's a field that uses rainwater. Uses rainwater. Stay Beit Habal uses rainwater. Okay, that's Rabbi Meir's opinion. And we tend to be move on. To, we thought we'd be more machmir for stay beit habal. So Rabbi Meir is much more makel. Rabbi Yehuda Omer ain mashkin elasteb beit hashachin shachariva. Rabbi Yehuda says you can only water a field that needs irrigation. That shachariva that was destroyed. And then Rabbi Lazar Benazaria said lo kach lo kach. Yaterkin am Rabbi Yehuda lo yifane adam amatamai biashkel liginato lo korvato bechol shamoid. And then we discuss what exactly a korva is. So now. The Gemara suggests that this is the, that Rabbi Huda is the opinion in our Mishnah, okay, making the distinction between Beit Hashlachin and Beit Habal. Okay, there's two different types of fields. So Gemara says, Mimai, from where do we know that? Dilma Adkan Lokam Rabbi Huda Beit Hashlachin in Beit Habal. Maybe the only reason Rabbi Huda made the distinction between Beit Hashlachin, where you are allowed to water it on Cholamoid, and the Beit Habal, where you're not allowed to water it on Cholamoid, as Elam Ma'ayan Shiatsabitchila. Maybe it's only with regard to this new Ma'ayan. Okay, but remember, our Mishnah made no such distinction. Our Mishnah said either type of Ma'ayan. Okay? Look, turn the page. The reason would be because we're learned that a Mayan collapse. But a Mayan that doesn't, that isn't new, it's an old one, it already has its area to flow into. It will not collapse. Then maybe even the stay would be permitted. And if that's the case, that would not be in accordance with our Mishnah because our Mishnah. Maintains the distinction between the Stei Beit Hashlachin and the Beit Habal, either way, for either type of Mayan. So the point is that there's not enough evidence in the Brita that Rabbi Yehuda is the author of our Mishnah. So the Gemara then says, but Im Kain, but if that's the case, Matnitin Aman Tarmiyeh. But if that's the case, then who will you throw the Mishnah on? Meaning, which opinion will can we identify as being the author of our Mishnah? There's no one else who seems to make that distinction between the Stei Beit Habal and the Stei Beit Hashlachin. So Allah rather the Gemara says, the Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda, must be as follows. So let's go back to our original thinking that there will be no distinction according to Rabbi Yehuda between a new and an old Mayan. Okay? But he remember that he did but in the Bright that he did talk about a new Mayan. 
So what's going on here? Beit Ashvachin in Beit Baalo, right? You can only you can only um, water the state of Beit Ashvachin. That's in yes. Beit Baalo, then in a field of Beit Baal, you're not allowed to. And the fact that it mentions in the Brita a Mayan that is new, so why why emphasize that point or why mention that this, that point at all if it's not really relevant to his opinion? It's Rabbi Meir. That's to tell us the power, the strength of Rabbi Meir's opinion. That even a brand new ma'ayan, you're allowed to, according to him, you're allowed to use even in a stehabal, even in a field that only usually requires only rainwater. So this is sort of a classic type of answer. The Gemara is saying that when you have information about a particular opinion, so that could do one of two things. Either that is limiting that opinion to that particular information, that particular case. In this case, the idea of the ma'ayan that is new. Or it could be emphasizing the strength of a different opinion that for, right, to show the contrast between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, the strength of Rabbi Meir's opinion. Even in the case of the new Ma'ayan, which we would normally be more machmir, Rabbi Meir still maintains his lenient position. So it informs us not so much about Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, but about Rabbi Meir's opinion. Okay? All right, now we're going to move on to a little bit of a difference. says, Ismar, it was stated as follows. It says weaving a field, or is watering a field. For for what are we going to warn him? Okay, the context here is as follows: that there are certain malachos certainly that you're not allowed to do on Shabbat. If you violate Shabbat, you're going to be high of the death penalty. Now, but in order to make someone liable for the death penalty, you need witnesses to warn that person before they do the action. That's true for anything. Right? If a person is going to murder someone, God forbid, so you have to warn him: don't murder. Murder is a uh, capital crime, and therefore, if you do it, you know you're going to get the death penalty. And he has to say, "Yes, I understand," and then continue the crime. So, same to be on Shabbat. If you say, "Hey, don't you know water, watering a field on Shabbos is usher," and he says, "Okay," and he waters the field. Well, if you haven't informed him specifically of what he's doing wrong, then then he's not going to be liable for the death penalty. So, let's say a person's weeding his field or watering his field. Those two are not melachot listed in the seventh parak of Shabbat of the thirty-nine melachot on Shabbat. So if you have to properly identify the proper melachah to warn him properly, you have to know what category these fall under. So again, so for weeding or watering, what is the proper melachah that you have to warn him for? So Rabbah Amar Bishum Choresh, Rabbah says it's for plowing, and Rav Yosef Amar Bishum Zoreya, it's for planting. Okay? Choresh presumably because, oh, let's say the Gemara will actually explain. So Amar Rabbah, so Rabbah says, Kibati Didi Misaber, it makes sense like me. It says, my way makes sense because what is the new of Choresh? What is plowing? It softens the ground. That's the whole point of plowing. You soften the ground so you can have the seed in it. So this too, when you weed or water the ground, it softens the ground up for some other for, uh, further use. So that would be in the category of Choresh. I'm a Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef says, No, like me makes more sense. He says, What's the normal way of planting? It's to make a fruit grow, or you know, a plant grow. Here too, you're allowing the fruit to grow. When you weed, right, when you weed in the garden, that allows things to grow more, more readily. If you water the garden, that allows things to grow. Okay, so the truth is that both have pretty good arguments. So, Amr le'abaye le'rabba, so Abaye said to Rabba, le'didach kasha, 
But Rav Yosef Kasha. So Abaye, who I think was a student of, Rab, of both of them, of Rav and Rav Yosef, he says, look, there's difficulties with both your opinions. There's difficulties with you, and there's difficulties with Rav Yosef. I'll tell you the problem. The problem is that you both seem to be right. So why is each of you limiting the potential malacha to one malacha? So you, Rabbi, said the issue is chorish. What, and not zoreya, not planting? And, 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 uh, and Rav Yosef said planting. What, and not chorish, not plowing? Meaning it seems to be both. And if you'll say, and if you'll say that whenever there are two different malachal being done, you can only be chayav one time, so you have to identify one single malacha. Maybe that's why Rabbi Yosef each picked one. No. The Amar Rav Kana, Rav Kana said, Zomer betzarich leitzim chayav shtayim. Achamishim oteb, achamishim kotzer. Rav Kana famously says, if you're zomer, if you're pruning a tree, and you need the wood of what you're pruning, you're a chayav for two separate malachot. One for notea, one for planting of trees, okay, because you're enabling the growth of the tree. That's what pruning does. And two is kotzer, you're harvesting the trees, right, the branches. You're harvesting the wood. That's also by violation. So you have one action, and you violate two separate melachot. So, so to here, you should be able to violate two separate melachot. So again, Rabbi says, Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, why are you limiting the issue to one melacha? The Gemara responds, Kasha. Yeah, that's a difficult question. That's a difficult question. That's a difficult question. Tozer's at the very, very bottom points out, he has a gear so where there's no word kasha there, it just leaves it as a question, but there's no kasha, and the reason is, he says, is that if you notice the person who is being quoted here, that you can be chayav for two separate malachot with one action, is Rav Kahana. Rav Kahana is an Amora, right, a rabbi of the Gemara. So typically, the way you ask a kasha on an Amora is by quoting a Mishnah or a Braita. Quoting another Amora, who cares? We could just, Rav and Rav Yosef could argue on Rav Kahana. So that's what Tozer's has a little bit of different gear set. Yeah. That, that example Hana brings is that is Zomer and Tzarveitzim is that really two different things? And what's it? Is it two that's who's arguing. Yes. Malacha, but is it two, isn't it two different actions? No, Zomer. I'm cutting the tree, and the reason he said Tzarveitzim is because there is a halacha of what's called Malacha She'ena Tzricha Lagufa. If you do a Malacha on Shabbat, you don't you don't need the result. You're not high of Midoraita. So the trees, it just was garbage. So then that, that w- it wouldn't be considered to be an issue of, uh, of uh, kotzer, of harvesting. Because harvesting is you cut the grain, and you want, if you cut the grain, you don't want the grain, so it's usr, but it's not, uh, it's not isodor right. So that's why it has, so it's an element, but it's not a separate action of tzarek and it's just your mindset when you're doing it. Yeah. Um, I also learned elsewhere that um, if you do two of if you do like two of like around well, the same thing, you don't really get the worst punishment for, uh, for either of them. That could be if there's two competing, if there's a... Uh, like a monetary payment and a capital crime or something like well, that. But here we have two separate... The, the context here, generally speaking, in Hilchot Shabbat, we're talking about you do the action for Shoga, you're going to be Chayav Chatat, and the truth is you can be Chayav up to 39 Korban uh, Chatat in that context. Hey, good question, though. Okay, the Gemara continues. Eitabay Rav Yosef and Rabbah. So now Rav Yosef and Rabbah will try to stick up in themselves. Rav Yosef asks Akash on Rabbah. He quotes the following Tosefta. Somebody who is weeding or covering, uh, I guess, covering seeds for kilayim, like in a field where it's uh, mixed seeds, you're a loket, you get malkot. Rabbi Akiva Omer Afa Mikayim. Rabbi Akiva says, even somebody who just maintains the field. Now Rashi says, Mikayim means, like, you look at the field and you see that it's kilayim and you don't do anything about it. Which actually raises some interesting issues about how you can be chayav malko without being completely passive. That's for another time. Okay, so that, but that's what Rabbi Kiva says as well. Now, Bishlamalididi, he says, Rabbi, uh, this is uh, who's talking? Rabbi Yosef saying, right? Rabbi Yosef identified the malacha as um, Zoraya, correct? 
So Bishmeli did the Amin Mishim Zareya. It works well according to me because I say it's an Asi Rezria Bikilayim. That's why it makes sense in the context of Kilayim because the same actions we're talking about, you're going to be Chayav for, and you're not allowed to plant Kilayim. So it makes perfect sense. Ela Lididach, Damar Bishim Choresh. According to you, the issue of these Melachot is Choresh is plowing. Charisha Bikilayim Yasira. What is plowing a sewer when it comes to Kilayim? There's no is there a plowing a field that has mixed seeds. You just can't plant a field that has mixed seeds. So if you're saying it's all Choresh, it should be completely irrelevant to the halacha of Kilayim. But it isn't irrelevant. So it seems like I'm correct. So Amar Lein, so Rabba responds to Rav Yosef, Mishum Mekayim. He says, no, it's an issue of Mekayim, meaning the actions there are Mekayim. And Mekayim, being maintaining the field, certainly is Asur as well. And therefore, Menachesh and Mechapes certainly are also maintaining the field. And therefore, that applies to Kilayim as well. So Gemara says, I see you, I see you, but hold on a second. Says yeah, but when, but you can infer from the end of the of the uh, of the Tosefta where Rabbi Kiva says you're chayav for mikayim, so that implies that the first two are not an issue of mikayim. He says one thing and he says something else, and then Rabbi Kiva st- comes in and says, oh, it's mikayim. So that sounds like the initial opinion was not about mikayim. So he answers kula Rabbi Akiva. He what you can say is no, the entire Tosefta is actually the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Umai ta'am ka'amar. It's saying, like, in the style of, what's the reason? That's like, in quotes, like, what's the reason? What's the reason that you would get Malko for It's because of Mikayim. Why? Because Rabbi Kiva maintains that even being Mikayim, even maintaining the field, would be liable for Malko. Question? Yeah. Rabbi Akiva is arguing on Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Akiva is not arguing on Rabbi Yosef. No, Rabbi Akiva is maintain- Rabbi Akiva's a Tana. He's maintaining his own opinion. Rabbi Yosef is simply trying to identify a Tosefta, I mean a Tanaitic source, that the, the way he views Minakesh and uh, Mashkeh, or, right? Or specifically Minakesh, Minakesh is in the context of Zoraya. Not that Rabbi Akiva would disagree per se, but. Because yeah. it's a really not, it's a really duffled answer. Okay. I mean, why would we didn't use that as its proof? It's just a, it's a reasonable risk to Raviosi. Yeah. Isn't it contradicting Raviosi? Because you're not doing it according to Raviosi. I would say it's all inclusive. Like, right? Raviosi, isn't it nice that there's a Raviosi in today's moment? Okay. Now, the Gemara continues and says as follows. My time, what's the reasoning for Rabbi Akiva that Mikayim is us? So, Detanya, as we learn in the Brahmach, it says in the, in the Torah, you should not plant your field with mixed seeds, Kilayim. Ainli ala Zoraya. This only tells me about Zoraya actually planting. Mikayim From where do I know this is Rabbi Akiva? Where do I know that just maintaining the field is also prohibited? Tamud Lamar. That's what comes to teach us as follows. It says Lotis Rakilayim, but the understanding you can read you can reread the end of that Pasuk is that says Rakilayim, Sadchad, Kilayim in your field? Lo, no, no Kilayim in your field. And therefore Tosin gets into how that reading makes sense, okay? How it works out. But mostly because the word Kilayim seems to be a little bit unnecessary at that stage. But Sidha Kilayim lo, meaning no, you cannot have any Kilayim in your field at all, meaning any of anything you do to allow Kilayim to be in your field would also be prohibited. Okay. Moving along. 
Tanam. We learned in a Mishnah, our Mishnah, Mashkin Beit Hashlachim B'Moed Ubish V'It. Remember we said in our Mishnah that you can water the Beit Hashlachim both on Cholam Moed and during the Shemitah year. So Bishlam Moed, it makes sense that you can do it during Cholam Moed, Mishum Tirchuhu, because the whole issue is one of uh, extra labor and in the case of loss the Rabbanan allowed you to do that extra work but when it comes to Shvi'it you know right the Isra of the Shvi'it year Bein Laman Damar Mishum Zoreo Bein Laman Damar Mishum Zoreish Zriya Vecharisha B'Shvi'it Mishari meaning according to either opinion whether you're whether we are, when you're Min Akesh uh, right, whether that's Zoreya or Choresh, going to either opinion, are you allowed to do Zoreya or Harishan Shvi'it? Why would you ever allow you to do those actions during the Shemitah year? I can't think why it would be. So Amar Abaye, Abaye says, Bishvi'it Bizman Hazeh. Abaye says, we're talking about Shvi'it during the time of the Mishnah, meaning after the Galut, when it would only be an Isur Durabana. Okay, if you're Rebbe, he, and this is in accordance with the opinion of Rebbe, of Rabbi Danasi, Titania, as we learned in the Brighter Rebbe, Omer Vezedvar Hashmitah, Shamot. It says in the, in the Torah, this is the matter of the Shemitah, Shamot, like uh, rest or release. The Torah is talking here about two Shemitot, it has Shemitah, Shamot. It says the word two times. Achat Shemitah, Karka, Vachat Shemitah, Safim. One is the Shemitah of the land, and one is the Shemitah of money. Right, that during the, at the end of the Shemitah year, or at the beginning of the Shemitah year, the loans are canceled. It's a Shemitah Ksav, and loans get canceled. So what is it trying to tell us? That the two are linked. Bizman karka, safim. That when you are Meshamit the Karka, when the land has to be laid fallow, then you also have Shemitah Safim. But when you're not leaving the land fallow, then you don't have to be Meshamit Safim. And Rashi points out there in the second to last line, This implies that there is a time when the Karka does not have to be left fallow, at least not me to Oraita. And that is exactly what we're answering. According to Rebbe, this explains why this, uh, these activities would be permissible uh, not only on Cholamoi, but also during the Shemitah year, because it's assuming that the Shemitah is only, at this stage, a requirement to Okay, we will stop here. Shkosh, everybody.